Welcome back, Imaginers. This is part two of some insight into my own journey. I love listening to other people's stories and their journey. I love that we, when we get to take a peek behind the curtain and see what really went on. I think it's so easy to compare and despair <laughs> ourselves to someone else's middle or end um, of their success and uh, not always know the beginning. So for me, the journey is the destination. And I want to give you some more insight today on that journey and continue where we left off on the last episode. So on the last episode, I was having lunch with my then boyfriend, now husband, and he told me that I seemed eerily calm after getting laid off. And he actually thought I might be in shock, but I wasn't because I had had a lot of insight via a dream about my future. And I also had been working toward my future. I had a work back plan. I had made progress and I knew exactly what I was supposed to be doing. I'd also had some culminating moments in my, in my recent years leading up to this that just made it clear what I was supposed to do. I couldn't unsee it anymore. And so I was very clear that day. But I want to tell you what happens next in the story. Because our roads are never straight. At least I don't know anyone whose road has been straight. A straight line. I think sometimes there are curves up ahead on the road that we don't know about. There are curves that we know about that come along. There's all kinds of things that are in our path that we may not recognize uh, might be obstacles. So for me, what happened next was the next day I woke up and I was still very calm. I woke up a week later and I was still very calm. A month later, still calm. Then somewhere between month two and three is when the panic set in. So despite having this work back plan, despite being crystal clear on what I was supposed to do with my life, what my purpose was, I started to panic. And the reason I started to panic is because things weren't as I expected them to be. And they were also taking longer than I expected. And our brains panic when this happens because our one of our primal needs is to seek pleasure and to be efficient. And when you're doing something new, it's not very efficient. And sometimes it's not pleasurable because you don't necessarily know what you're doing. There's no, there's no clear plan. There, there's not a book that we pick up that says how to be an entrepreneur, how to transition your career. There are no such books. I wish there were, but there weren't. And for me, after a couple months, the things that I had been doing to build my business weren't producing the results that I expected them to. 
Now, of course, the results I expected them to create were all made up in my head. They were simply goals that I had set based on nothing, based on what sounded like a nice to have or a great to have. You know, we tend to look to our past to create our future. And that's unfortunately why we create the same future as our past. So that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to replace my income because that's that's what we do as humans. We simply mimic what we have experienced in the past. But we know that that's not actually how you create your future. But I didn't know the shit. So stick with me. So I started to panic. Things weren't going like I expected. And what do we do when things going aren't going like we expected, which again is all made up in our head? We go back to what we have known because that's efficient. And it's somewhat pleasurable because it's a known quantity, even if we don't want it anymore. I had a client recently who wanted to change careers dramatically. I mean, I'm going to say it was about a 180 between what she was doing and what she wanted to do. And so we were checking in on, you know, her progress. And she told me that she had applied for basically the same job she had that was not part of her new career plan, her new career passion. And I asked her, why, what made you apply for basically the same job you had just at a different level? And she said, I didn't even kind of realize that's what I was doing. We are, we're such habitual creatures that again, we continue to do the same thing over and over and over because it's efficient. Our brains love efficiency, but we create the same result. And if you're listening to this podcast, I can imagine that you want to create a different result in your life. So that's why I want to share more of my story and what I did to begin to change my brain to create a different life. But right now we're, we're in the panicked stage of my story. And during that stage, I went back to what I knew and I began looking for full-time jobs again. So for three months, I was on my way and then I panicked and then I went back to what I knew. I started looking for full-time jobs. Now, as I began this process, I wasn't particularly excited about these jobs. I wasn't particularly interested in getting these jobs. As I got closer to interviews, I actually thought, what am I doing? But again, my brain tried to tell me, this is what you know. You can do this as another bridge. You can save more money, which was the, all of those were the reasons that I hadn't quit in the first place, that I waited to get laid off. So there was some part of me that knew this wasn't, still wasn't the right answer. I also remember during this time, I lived in a very urban apartment uh, and there was businesses across the street from me. And I could look out my window at my office and see the businesses across the street. And particularly, I could see into this one person's office. And this person must have been a, a people manager because he had people in and out of his office all day long. And I would look across and I would think, I wonder what they're talking about. 
I wonder what they're working on. I wish I had an office to go to. I wish I had clear task. And I, I yearned for that, even though, again, I knew that that wasn't what I wanted. So I think this is so important to call out because oftentimes when we're beginning the transition from the life and career that we have to the one that we really dream about, our brains will offer us sentences like this. And we think that that is our gut instinct, but it's not. It's just our primal brain trying to keep us safe and efficient and avoid pain, which in this case is usually emotional pain, intellectual pain, the pain of not knowing, the pain of fear, all of those types of emotional pain, intellectual pain. And my brain was offering me those same things. I tried to enjoy my newfound freedom. I could get up whenever I wanted to. I could work in the best way. My my body clock worked, which was slow starts in the morning. I tend to do my best deep work in the afternoon. And then again, at night, I get highly creative at night. And so I set up my schedule that way. But I also felt a lot of anxiety during this time. And I knew that there was this disconnect between the life that I knew that I wanted and yet this sort of rub, this this disconnect between what my brain was telling me as I was pursuing the life I wanted. I always thought when I began pursuing the life I wanted, it would be rainbows and daisies. Everything would be amazing. And the best news I have for you is that is okay if it's not. I believe that life is actually 50-50. I spent so much of my life trying to make it more like 80-20. But it took an enormous amount of it gave me an enormous amount of relief to actually buy more into the 50-50 and not try to push the 50 away that was confusing or not what I expected or hard or filled with unknowns. Because I can imagine if you're like me and you think back on your life, the times that you feel the most proud of yourself was during a time that was really hard, something that you overcame, an incredible lesson that you learned. So there was some part of me that knew all that. And then there was so much of my brain that was just simply trying to avoid pain, seek pleasure and be efficient. So as I, as I would stare out my window, looking at those people across the street, not really wanting that life, But being confused about the one that I had, I had a couple of epiphanies. And for me, this is what made the difference between the life that I had that was filled again with some anxiety and confusion and unknowns and this urge to go back and get a full-time job and the life that deep in my gut and my soul, I knew there was something different for me. There was a place for me that combined 
the flexibility and freedom that I sought, extensive time in learning and growing and reading, helping people uncover and activate the life that they dreamt about. I knew that there was this intersection. And these two epiphanies is what helped me close the gap and transition during this time that felt confusing and scary. And there were so many unknowns. There was two things that really helped me change my brain. And now there are the two, two of the many things that I teach in my coaching practice. Number one is... Even though we know, if you listen to my podcast, you know that our brains are primal creatures foundationally. It's something that I believe biologically, our brains haven't quite evolved out of those primal urges. We haven't been able to sort of overcome them. Our brains haven't evolved enough yet to overcome them. So again, those primal urges are going to be there. But just knowing they're going to be there is not usually enough. We know awareness is absolutely step one. But to actually change your brain after you have awareness, you have to keep practicing what you want to believe next. And this is where our higher brain comes in. So our higher brain, as I've talked about in past episodes, is where all of our long-term goodness, best interest, reason, ration. We're the only beings on the planet that have a higher brain. It's called the prefrontal cortex. And within that part of our brain lies the ability to create new neural pathways, which just think of them as a connection point to tell your body, your spirit, your intellect, what to do that's different. You've heard me talk about a great example of a neural pathway is if you start a new, let's say you go to start going to a new gym. In the beginning, you might accidentally drive to your old gym because you have a neural pathway, a habit, a mental habit in your brain that tells your body what to do, which way to turn to get there. But we can create a new one. And we can create new neural pathways for anything in our life, including belief systems, new ways of thinking. So this is what I started working on. This was, this was number one of the two things that I did. I began practicing. Practicing believing, telling myself that it's okay that you are scared, that there are unknowns. Nothing has gone wrong. And I continued to practice and I continued to write things down and I wrote it on post-it notes and I put it in places around my house and on my desk and in my car and in my phone. And as a reminder on my calendar, both physical and, and my online calendar. And I enmeshed my brain in this new way of thinking. And I did it again for my thoughts, my belief systems, I looked at what I was believing about fear, about unknowns, and what I wanted to believe. And I kept practicing. That was was one of the two things. The second thing that I realized as I 
sadly stared across the street to the people in the office who I didn't really want to be part of that office. It happened to be a bank, but I didn't want to be alone either. I think that's one of the things we don't talk about enough in entrepreneurship. And particularly in the beginning, so many of us start as a solopreneur. Now I have a team, but I didn't back then. And what I realized as I stood there or or stared across the street and wondered, what was it that I really wanted? Because I, I didn't want to work in that bank. I didn't want to be in that person's office having a meeting. I didn't want to be told what to do. What I was really missing was community. And so the second thing I did was seek out community. And that has been an incredible game changer in my life. My life is a entrepreneur, my life as someone who loves to be in community and be inspired and encouraged and grow and expand. So the first thing I did was seek out entrepreneurial companionship. I began to become very involved. In fact, I was a founding member of a entrepreneurial women's alliance called Elevate, E-L-L-I-V-A-T-E. Go check them out. Out of Austin, Texas, a national organization that helps female entrepreneurs who want to start their business and gives them not only an incredibly supportive community of sisters in entrepreneurial spirit, but incredibly practical steps, resources, mentorship in all of the things an entrepreneur needs to know. Because as an entrepreneur who's never been an entrepreneur before, how would you know what you don't even know? And let's face it, most of us consider starting our own business, transitioning careers, because we want to work more fully in the authenticity of who we are, in what a beautiful book called The Big Leap calls your zone of genius, what you were meant to be, what you were put on this planet to do. That is your zone of genius. It feels easy. It feels like you can't even believe it's a job. That's what your zone of genius feels like. And that is what the Elevate Alliance, one of the the founding principles was, we help you learn and, and get connected to other experts so that you can stay in your own zone of genius. So I found this incredible community in Elevate. And I began enjoying some freedom and flexibility. I began spending some time with these amazing women who had, like me, most of them left a traditional corporate role and transitioned into their own business, into their dream career and life. And that combined with changing my brain over time and quieting the screaming of, you don't know what you're doing. There's unknowns. Why have you done this? Those thoughts and sentences, I've turned down the volume on dramatically. They occasionally come up again. I have different sentences now that come up, but those have been turned down. And again, this is one of the things I now teach in my coaching practice is how to identify 
all the things that are holding you back and create a plan to basically overcome them by understanding and hacking your own brain. I also encourage my clients and so many of them have become involved in entrepreneurial organizations, communities, masterminds, and that has also made such a difference for me. On this road to the career and life that I imagined, I had to really look at what was standing in my way. And I knew that if those things were standing in my way, the fear, the unknowns, the lack of community, they were standing in other prospective entrepreneurs' way as well. Whether you want to transition your career or start potentially start a business, these are two areas that everyone I encounter needs to find a solution for. So this is part two of my own journey and what started to stand in my way and how I overcame it. In the next episode, I'm going to share with you what my life is like today. Give you a snapshot, what what I'm still working on, what I am so proud that I have conquered, everything in between. So stay tuned for that. If you have found value in this episode, please do me a huge favor and rate this podcast on your favorite outlet. Write a review if you feel inspired. I would love to hear which parts of these episodes are resonating with you and helping you take a small step closer to your dream career and life. Take care and I'll talk to you on the next episode. If you want to start creating the career of your wildest dreams, sign up for my weekly email at kylamartinconsulting.com forward slash inspiration. This is your destination for uncovering your purpose, removing any obstacles, and creating the career you imagined.